Welcome to Firefighting in Canada, the podcast, brought to you by Cubit Fire. Cubit Fire is an end-to-end solution for fire inspections. Cubit Fire integrates with the rest of your ecosystem and offers unparalleled user experience and performance. You've tuned in for compelling conversation on hot topics impacting Canada's fire service. From Hope, BC, I'm Fire Chief Tom DeSorcy. In April of this past year, the Canadian Association of Fire Chiefs embarked on an initiative, if you will, to do an inventory of the volunteer fire service in Canada. It was through the Answer the Call program that uh, National Chair and CAFC Director Vince McKenzie and his committee put together the National Volunteer Census. And it's a pleasure to have my friend uh, join me on the podcast, Vince McKenzie from, uh, from Grand Falls, Windsor, Newfoundland and Labrador. My friend, welcome. It's nice to have you. Good to be here, Tom. Uh, always a pleasure. I, you know, we we, and I should say, co-columnist in the the mm-hmm. uh, the uh, volunteer vision column, of course, with the magazine, and we both touched on the post-census numbers, the idea of the census being done in our in our subsequent columns. Um, let's let's go back a bit before this 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 census came out. Um, how how did it come to be? I mean, it's this is this was quite a project, if you will, that you guys embarked upon. Yeah, so Tom, the answer to call committee with the Canadian Association of Fire Chiefs is a uh, is a group of uh, concerned individuals, I guess, uh, within the fire services across the country. And our primary focus is on recruitment and retention of volunteer firefighters. And the answer to call committee was born out of a motion back, I think, in 2015 at CAFC conference in which Alberta showcased the answer to call program. And I remember being in the room as a provincial president at the time, and we all kind of looked at each other as provincial presidents and kind of nodded and said, you know, this is a good, this is a good uh, uh, a kicking off point, I guess, for national recruitment retention, because we all know recruitment retention of volunteer firefighters has been a challenge and an issue, at least for a good decade and, and for sure longer, but it seems in the last decade it's really become prevalent. So putting a program like this or a census, if you will, this is more than a survey. This, this is quite, um, quite in depth. It, it must have been something to actually come up with the questions that needed to be asked. Sure. So over the years, uh, the Answer to Call Committee has worked around issues of recruitment retention and how do we promote it and that kind of stuff. But this year, uh, through all of our discussions and deliberations, we kind of, uh, you know, we, we kind of felt that, you know, we need some good validated numbers of actually what the volunteer fire service, the volunteer and composite fire service in the country looks like. We've uh, been lobbying uh, governments and we've been lobbying federal, provincial governments and just speaking, I guess, not more so in generalities about the volunteer fire service and its strength in the country. But we, you know, the first question some people ask me, well, exactly how many are there? And we look at different models of counting and different uh, uh, different studies or if they even were studies at the time but we couldn't definitively put our finger on the on the number and say well this is how many volunteer firefighters are in Canada and if they are declining or if they are increasing or or and again what is the demographic so we broke out into a bunch of different uh, questions that we formulated uh, to look at and to get some good data so that we can a have a starting point to compare in years to come, and uh, and you know B be able to better represent 
the fire service to lobbying efforts and uh, everything from governments to insurance industries to our training needs to everything. So yeah, it was that. Uh, and you know, the committee itself, uh, we, we beat it around for two or three months of what to actually ask. And we wanted to ask everything, of course, but we also wanted to put it in a format that was very easy to understand across the country so that the numbers would articulate amongst themselves as well and compare uh, accurately uh, across the country. I, I guess and you did explain a bit. This information really is important and from the lobby effort uh, in at the national level, but certainly even at the provincial and even at the municipal level, having mm-hmm. this information has got to be of some benefit to the fire service, or at least the fire departments. Well, as you and I know, uh, again, writing the column for 10 years, we've kicked around a, a myriad of different topics around the strengths and the weaknesses of volunteer fire services and how they differ across the country. But to take the data and actually be able to uh, put it into a, a format that everybody understands. And you know, it was really important to do that so that when we do lobby uh, or do advocate for whatever reason, but be it the volunteer firefighter tax credit to training to you know, emergency preparedness, Uh, And just, you know, again, general recruitment retention and what is the strength of our fire service. It was really important to have those accurate numbers and be be the entity, I guess, or the agency, the go to agency as a national agency. Maybe I'll say, yeah, these are validated numbers and we we want to we want to keep it up. You're right when you say validate, because it's stuff that you and I know you and I are aware of. And it only certainly does validate what we already know. I find that very valuable. And you you talked about municipalities. And of course, all municipalities are different across the country. And every municipality, there's probably no two alike. They're all very similar. But your municipality, my municipality, very different in the way we provide protection to our citizens, both opposite sides of the country, uh, different demographics, different risk management, different risk models. And so... uh, Every fire department is basically designed to meet the, the needs within their municipality. So, you know, generally, we're all trying to do the same thing. I always say it's all the same, but it's different. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally, totally. So, w- overall, what did what did you learn from this? What 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 stood out for you when you started to see the numbers come in? Well, I, I can be, if I can be honest, and, and I'm sure you'll probably agree, as, as both of us have been around a long time and talking about this for a while through the columns, there wasn't a lot of surprises for me. It kind of validated some of the stuff that we've been saying all along, but, you know, just in our own personal uh, observations within our provinces and that kind of stuff. But these numbers certainly collaborated the fact that, yes, the volunteer fire service in the country is shrinking. The volunteer fire service in the country is aging. Uh, Composite and volunteer fire departments provide a myriad of different services outside of just fire. Some provide more than others. And, uh, uh, you know, those kind of things, you know, I think our our service of uh, women firefighters are increasing. So we've seen some numbers along with that as well. And so it's uh, not a lot of surprises. I think the biggest surprise was I kind of expected to get a lot more response, even though we had really good response. We had a, you know, 1147 fire departments across the country uh, give response, but it only 
it only equated to the 39%, 37, 39% of the volunteer fire departments that are in Canada. But from a, uh, I won't call it a, you know, it was a success because when CAFC put out census or, you know, surveys years ago, we would, or any other time, we'd get about 200 responses. This one, we had almost 1,150 responses out of the 3,200 departments. So uh, next year, hopefully, we will we will see more and more and make it census day, hopefully, to the point where every year where we're reporting and we will actually have a good finger on the pulse of the strength of the fire service, not only volunteer and composite, but also through uh, to larger municipalities and our career services as well. We want to know exactly what the fire service looks like in our country. And I think we'd be probably one of the very first countries to, to really do that. The census did touch on the numbers. It did touch on how many members do you have? What is the, uh, the again, some of the demographic information uh, to gather, you know, that percentage, if you will. Did What about getting more involved in, in, in services you provide and, and the different things that, again, you said, make your fire department different. Uh, those are questions that I think you can probably get into a little more deeper, couldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, for example, the census, the, the data that we had basically uh, showed us that there are 99,919 volunteer and composite firefighters in Canada. And, uh, you know, for the past four or five years, we've been saying there was 120, 125,000. So it certainly shows that they're dropping. We see uh, as, again, volunteer composite departments and a composite department is a department that's defined as a volunteer department that has some paid staff, whether it's just a paid chief or, you know, three or four career staff. So that would automatically uh, qualify them as a composite department, whereas a volunteer department was strictly volunteer. So we found that, you know, there are, for example, 31% of firefighters in volunteer departments are over 50 years old, whereas 20% in composite departments are over 50. We also found in totally volunteer departments, 11% are women, whereas in composite departments, only 9% are women. So, you know, those are two real numbers that we wanted to uh, start to extrapolate from the data in, uh, in, uh, in Canada. And so we would know the strength of, uh, you know, what are our gaps, what are the challenges, and as an association, we can work better towards that with accurate data instead of just, you know, uh, taking a stab at, in the dark at some of our some of our numbers. And what is, of course, a challenge in Newfoundland and Labrador, where I'm from, for example, may not be the same challenge that is in your in your province out in Hope, BC, and all points in between. Because again, with different cultures, different uh, different size communities, some are on the coast, some are on the prairies, some are northern, some are all the volunteer fire departments and composite departments in Canada had to adjust to those criteria as well within their own uh, areas, right? So, you know, when the future of the census comes around and the numbers start to point in maybe a downward trend or a downward direction, you know, do you think that this would have the, I guess, the leverage for funding, the leverage for communities to make changes toward more of a career-based department? Well, certainly, certainly as CAFC, we're looking at bolstering the fire service across Canada. And one way we've done that successfully in the last 10 years, of course, was with the implementation of the Volunteer Firefighter Tax Credit, which we and most of the fire service across Canada lobbied for. And, and basically, it's been in place now for, for 10 years. 
but there has been uh, you know, some um, challenges around applying for the volunteer firefighter tax credit and the definition of what a volunteer firefighter is. So we're, we would use this data as well now that we have a better picture of what the what a volunteer firefighter looks like in our country, and uh, and come up with a definition which we you know I got to say we've had a lot of uh, agreement on across the country on the definition of it. If it, when it comes down to uh, how we provide better provide services in our country within your municipality, if that's more volunteers, better trained volunteers, or a combination of paid or volunteer, or uh, you know, some of the larger municipalities moving away into composite and full-time departments, uh, you know, those numbers are going to be there for sure to, to, uh, to make for a better understanding of all this, right? It's, it, it's, it's what I touched on in my last, uh, last column in the magazine. And, and, uh, the response I received from that was that was actually quite astounding in the, in the fact that, you know, we bounced the number around the 85% or what have you of the fire service in Canada is largely made up of volunteers. But I believe that because of the composite programs, that it would be nice to know how many of the career firefighters currently have been influenced or had some impact from the volunteer side, you know, cause we turn a lot more of our trained people into career firefighters. And I think that number, that 85% round figure is a lot higher that the uh, impact the volunteer service has on the entire fire service in Canada. Your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. You made reference in your column with the farm teams. We are the farm teams for the larger municipalities, larger fire departments. Absolutely. And if there was a way to survey all the career firefighters in our country, we would find, you know, uh, there would be a lot that were serving in volunteer departments at one time in their life or probably very much influenced. Or if not, their parents were volunteer firefighters somewhere in a smaller community and, you know, got into the blood and they pursued career paths in larger centers, which was the way I was going to go when I graduated high school. Well, I never believed I would be able to do it in my own hometown, but I was going to be a, a firefighter somewhere. Uh, as a career. So I no doubt the volunteer fire service influences the main, uh, the main overall group of firefighters in Canada, <clears throat> including career. And if we can only find a way to get those numbers, but then again, you know, I think it's safe to say, and you've alluded to it, it's a high number. And I don't think we need data to prove that. Um, I'm sure every firefighter listening to this is probably nodding in agreement as we speak. But uh, again, the, the census, as we called it, uh, hopefully in years to come, will certainly provide a better understanding for everybody into the value and to the, uh, to the needs and the, the support required for the fire service in general, career, composite and volunteer. I don't know if you've thought of it yet. And I, I certainly tried to think of the census and, and obviously what it can do for the fire service today. I'm just not sure what the numbers, the future of the census can do for the fire service of tomorrow in terms of volunteers. How does that aid in recruitment? It's, it's one thing about retention, but it's, it's again, obviously putting pressure on us that says that our departments are aging. We need more people. We know we always need more people. How is that going to help us get more people? Is there is that going to is that going to bode into it at all? I think uh, you know, I, and you, I talked about this as well. 
Uh, we a lot of people look at recruitment retention of firefighters as a problem and i don't consider it a problem i consider it a process so when it becomes a process to uh, understand what communities need and what firefighters need in order to be able to volunteer or serve in their communities the more data we have around that makes us better understand the process of recruitment retention therefore will become a stronger fire service in the long run, it may even mean less people, but it'll probably mean less people that are better trained, better equipped, uh, better able to serve, better supported by governments and tax credits and whatever they need to make it easier for uh, the average citizen to serve their community rather than it being such a burden as it has been 20, 30 years ago when true volunteers you know, got nothing and were truly volunteers and gave selflessly of, you know, and thanklessly uh, to their community. So it's important. there's no doubt our volunteer fire service will continue to shrink, but in some respects, it could actually get better. We could end up with better with less, right? I think the, uh, it's, it's true that the volunteer fire service, we have raised our game over the years. You know, you and I have been involved in this for, for a number of years, each of us, and, and we can see that. We know where, when I started in the 80s, it was a different level of training it was a different attitude it was a it was it was one that we were just doing it to help our community we had no intention of working as a career firefighter the recruits of today that's usually who we're getting and because we're training so well right so again it, the games have been raised it's not a problem but we've certainly created what we have yeah and that's not a bad thing i don't think you know i've always said and you've heard me say it before it's better to train them and have them leave for other pastures than it would be to not train them and have them stay so you know it's a, and again it's all about the process of recruitment retention supporting fire departments whether they even if they are career and we're the farm teams that's fine we're still getting good qualified firefighters within our own communities to do the job but there are certainly challenges especially in the smaller communities and especially when budgets are not that big in smaller communities and then we open up the whole door around regionalization and all the other things and we can we can spend another full half hour talking about that with with the idea of the next census coming up uh is there any information that you hope to glean that you think like what what would what would be some of the other stuff that you think boy we've got their we've got their ear i'd like to know more about this aspect of volunteer firefighting I think a better understanding by the public what a volunteer firefighter is, or you know, and I'd say volunteer, but I also mean composite and career, of what it actually takes to be a, a, a firefighter in a community. There's no such thing as a career fire. There's no such thing as a volunteer fire. Uh, so therefore, you know, fire burns no differently in my community as do yours uh, when it's you know the, when it's a dwelling fire or a business or whatever. But uh, the biggest thing is to be able to have a, just a better understanding. And as the public and as everybody starts to realize the value, the big thing is about what is the value of uh, the volunteer fire service to Canada, to nationally to Canada? And what does it mean? You know, we are the, you know, we are the, the first responders in communities. We are the military of our individual communities. We're first on the ground. And we are the community's first responders. So, uh, and, and fire departments are poised for that because not every community has a hospital, not every community has a police station. But more often than not, most larger communities have fire stations and a group of people that 
are the first boots on the ground, the first ones to, to deal with situations. And it could be very major, as we've seen many situations in this country and that end up on the national news the next day. But most of those incidents start with a pager going off and a small group of folks responding and as it escalates. So it's, uh, it's important for Canada and Canadians to understand that. What are the next steps? Uh, obviously, we talked about the fact that this it will be an annual uh, event, so to speak, an annual uh, date in in uh, in April, uh, as intended. And is is that just the next step? Is put the next one together, or what's what's next on the on the planning? Yeah. So the com- I won't speak for the committee, you know, into positively way we are headed because, of course, it's still fluid. But we do intend on repeating the census in 2022 hopefully to get better numbers. We may ask an extra question or two. And I I would like to see a point where April 30th or whatever date we set is becomes a, a national day where a fire department counts its numbers, does its stats and submits it. So even if they're three months late, they can still submit it as of April 30th so that we when we compile it in the summertime. But, you know, also this, this census took a lot of work. It took a lot of work by some very dedicated staff members with CAFC who did an awesome job. But, you know, you know we've got to focus our attentions uh, as well to other issues. So we're hoping either to set the, the census on like a glide path so that it will just become automatic to renew and we can extrapolate the data and we get good numbers. And, uh, you know, because of the amount of time and effort that's involved, there was an incredible amount of work that went into this one this year to get it launched. We have momentum. Our intention is to keep the momentum going. And in five years time, hey, maybe we'll have 90% of fire departments reporting to to the census and we're getting good numbers. And then we can see the graphs rise and fall with accuracy when we represent to uh, lobby or to advocate for the fire services of, of our country. So it's important. I appreciate the work that you uh, and your committee do, and uh, congratulations on the on the success of it. Because so far, I think that's that's a it's a huge step forward, and uh, and good luck moving forward to the next ones. Yeah, absolutely. And and just one last point, you know, when it comes to the what is the definition of a volunteer or composite firefighter uh, in our in our community? That's another thing that we were proud to get agreement on. And so that was uh, that was important as well. So, yeah, thank you very much, Tom. I really appreciate the time uh, onward and upward uh, for our fire services in Canada. And uh, we'll, we'll make it work one way or the other. Thank you for joining Firefighting in Canada, the podcast brought to you by Cubit Fire. Cubit Fire is an end to end solution for fire inspections. Cubit Fire integrates with the rest of your ecosystem and offers unparalleled user experience and performance. Visit firefightingincanada.com for more episodes.